everybody to area encounters i'm your host josh again tonight we have anthony with us i want to remind all of our listeners you can get into contact with us at one eerie encounters at gmail.com and you could also get into contact with anthony at his email anthony it's can you remind the listeners what your email is lowercase dude anthony 64 at gmail.com all right, perfect. And uh, once again, to all of our listeners, we appreciate all of you. Uh, we love you guys. We love doing these podcasts for you guys. Uh, we love the support. In any way that you guys can continue to support us, we would really appreciate that. Uh, for tonight's episode, guys, we're going to do Goldfield Hotel. You know, with Halloween just a couple of days away, I feel like we should do a couple of episodes of some ghost activities and ghost encounters that's all a part of halloween coming across ghosts and hauntings so um from that note on i'm gonna let anthony take over and give you guys a little bit of knowledge of of the goldfield hotel thank you josh uh thank you again for having me on here uh, so the Goldfield Hotel is a historic four-story building located at the southeast corner of Kirk Avenue, US 95, and Columbia Avenue in Goldfield, Esmeralda County, Nevada. Designed in a classical revival style of art architecture by Reno architects Morrill J. Curtis and George E. Holsworth. The firm of Curtis and Morrill, it was built between 1907 through 1908 on the site of two earlier hotels of the same name had burnt down. Built in a U-shaped um, type building in order to ensure outside windows for each guest room. The building has a, a main cascade standing off uh, along uh, one road, fronting another road called Kirk Avenue, and then in, uh, another part of the building into an alleyway. The building was also built of gray granite stone exterior that was made in Rockland, California and built of red brick. And from what I've uh, studied on the paranormal part of it is that a lot of paranormal 
activities happen in the basement. A lot of uh, paranormal investigators think that there's a portal in the basement and that it's built on a vortex of hell. Um, there is a man, George Wingfield, I believe, owned a mining company and also owned the hotel itself. He had a mistress and she was pregnant with a child of his. Well, uh, this is one of the hauntings that's going on, uh, ghost hauntings that's going on of Elizabeth, his mistress. She was chained to a radiator he chained her to. She had the child and died. They, were, they think that he killed her and killed the child. Um, another uh, paranormal haunting is uh, two suicides, one of a woman hanging herself and uh, another one of a man that jumped off the building itself. There's also paranormal activity that they see the woman or the man that have committed suicide in the building. Uh, another one is a little child tapping on the shoulders of, of pe people. Um, who I'm known to is that Ghost Adventures had an episode in 2004 of the Goldfield Hotel. And there's a part of the episode where I think they're in a room or they're in the basement and a brick just flies out of nowhere in front of Zach Bagan. Yeah, that was when they were in the basement. It was um, it was a brick and a, a two by four that went flying across the basement. And they actually had that video evidence taken to be analyzed and it it passed every test that they did on it to show that there was no strings. Uh, there was no editing of the video. It, it wasn't fake. It wasn't um, a spoof. So for yeah. me, that was the first time I saw real evidence caught on camera of, you know, the paranormal being able to move uh, objects. Yeah, that was probably the first thing I've ever seen too. Besides, like watching movies, and uh, that was like the at real actual evidence I've ever seen. Right. Um. Another thing about the hotel. Um, on March fourth, nineteen eighty-one, it was added to the Nevada State Register of Historic Places. Um, it's not a historical museum, but it is a historical site of Nevada. Um, another thing that caught my eye with explaining the uh, Wikipedia um, information about this is it was built on top of a site where two hotels that have burnt down before. So I think that there's a little more parent, you know, activity that happened happens because of those two hotels um, for those to burn down and then you know uh, 
Springfield, what, what he's done, you know, and then the suicide. And, um, I believe that there is like a vortex of hell running through yeah, the place. Well, and, you know, also, I didn't know that uh, the granite stones were from Rockland in California. And uh, all the way, you know, from Roseville until like Rockland. Uh, and Marysville and Yuba City and stuff. That was, there was Indian tribes here, you know, and there was, it was the Maidu, Maidu Indians. And with all the stuff that happens with Indians and, you know, how they were invaded with their land and there was severe, severe amounts of brutal killings and a lot of bad stuff happened. So, you, at some point, you know, with all this activity that happens, you know, earth, the stone, trees, you know, wood, it, it kind of soaks it up like a sponge and it hangs on to it. It hangs on to that energy. So it could be, that could be contributing towards it too. I never knew that they had taken granite from Rockland. Yeah, granite stone. One thing I want to touch up on is on ghost adventures uh like you had mentioned with with them in the basement with the two by four and the brick flying they had also they had three all together it was four but the other three encounters that they had you could hear like pebbles being thrown and then you could hear you know people like walking and mind you you know that this whole place was locked up and to this day still is under construction. Every time they try to do construction to renovate it, it has to be stopped because the ghosts get so stirred up. It They just make it and they don't ever let it happen to where it can finish being uh, fixed. So, you know, these guys are locked down in there and they keep hearing the, you know, the pebbles and the footsteps and then the other one that was really, really compelling, uh, I can't remember, it was, I think it was Nick that uh, put the camera down and they were recording and he had left the room. This might be the second time they came back. I can't remember if it was the first or second time. But when he left this room, there was a, a clear silhouette of a person walking it passed the camera and they even casted a shadow when they were walking past things. Damn. And that was like, whoa, that, that was crazy. And then on, I know this was on the first episode, they caught like that cowboy at the end of the hall, like standing halfway out of a corner of the hallway and they could see him like standing there. And then he takes a step back. And it's just pitch black dark, you know, the silhouette. And there was light um, from their camera. And I believe that there was light from a window that was right there. And you couldn't see past that silhouette. It was blocking out the light. And it was blending in with all, you know, the, the darkness. But you can see that silhouette clearly. And it was like, oh, holy shit. Um Ghost Adventures, they, I mean, they've kind of lost their way a lot, in my opinion. Uh, I have stopped watching them 
as much as I used to when Nick was on there. Uh, they still put on good products at times, but they really caught a lot of compelling 100% proof that that place is genuinely haunted. Yes, it very much is uh, just the evidence that they pulled off and then other investigators of what they've experienced. Oh, yeah, you know what? And I remember, too, on Ghost Adventures, uh, they when they were in the basement after the boards were flying in the brick and Zach and Nick got separated and they were running and they <clears throat> could hear, you could hear on the camera a whining. Yeah. That's where you freaks out even more, dude. Yeah. That's like the most scared I've ever heard them. Yeah. And that's how, you know, it's like real, you know, it's not. Fake. And they've, they've been back there three other times. And every time they have always caught and documented uh, some type of paranormal activity that's going on there. Every time. Yeah. It's crazy because with the second episode, they couldn't get a hold of the owner and the owner uh, locked the doors and they had like no permission to like go, you know, go in there, or, like break in there. So uh, in the second episode, of going there they happened to catch the owner the day that they're there yeah 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 they um i don't know what it is uh, about them because like when they when they uh, left the second time they came back there was evps that were being caught saying their names they they kept calling their names yeah it's crazy yeah man that's uh I know recently there was also somebody that had just gone there. I don't know if this is within the past like couple of months or the last like year or two, but somebody came there and killed themselves. And they wrote a note saying that they wanted to be the new ghost that haunts that hotel. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I, I, I definitely 100% believe that it is haunted. I've seen the video evidence of it. Uh, And it's not just ghost adventures either that has caught evidence. You know, there's plenty of other investigators that have caught EVPs, uh, you know, that have caught evidence. I mean, it might not be as good as uh, ghost adventures evidence, but still evidence is evidence. And there's uh, there's also so many other hauntings that are happening there that aren't even documented. And guys, if you have not heard of this hotel, the Gold, Goldfield Hotel, do your research, look it up, watch some of the videos. Uh, you guys will be amazed. This is one of the most haunted hotels in America and also in the world. There is actually two, um, I'm trying to pull their names, um, two investigators that investigated uh, the Goldfield Hotel with Ghost Adventures, and they both uh, had an altercation where there's some type of violence, and he 
killed the woman investigator. Yeah, he killed his wife. Killed his wife and then killed himself. I think I think his name was Mike. Wife. I think it was Mike and Debbie. I want to say Mike and yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty crazy. You know, like what drove them? You know, maybe he he was possessed due to all, all this uh, paranormal investigating. He could have been. You know. Yeah, they came out for a domestic altercation. Yeah, it was a murder-suicide. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, you know. You um, go to these most haunted places. It, it was Mark and Debbie. It was yeah. Mark. And then, like, a little after they do an investigation, uh, domestic altercation happened. Yeah, I I know they were also um, they were the ones that actually kept catching the EVPs of the ghost saying uh, Nick and Zach's name. Yeah, they were catching all kinds of stuff. I thought they were actually really good investigators, Mike and Mike and Debbie or Mark and Debbie. Sorry, Mark and Debbie. Yeah, they also say that a couple of the other um, hauntings that are happening there is because they have like brothels. There, like you'd, uh, well, not brothels, but you could take. We're going there to stay there. You know, the men would separate from their wives and their children, and go and gamble in the gambling room, and then they could go down in the basement and get massages and take their showers. But they had a tunnel that led to the red light district. And if anybody is unaware of what the red light district is, that's it's code name for prostitution. They went to a prostitution house. Uh, so they went underground, you know, undetected by their family members or anybody that they were going over there and having these relationships. And I, I think, you know, with the history, there has to have been, had to have been, you know, a couple of murders that was involved with that. So they do say some of the hauntings is contributed from the, uh, red light district as well wow i didn't know that that's crazy but yeah goldfield hotel is a spooky hotel and um just by hearing the voices of zach Bagans and nick groff how scared they were in that building it just uh makes you think you know should i visit this place <laughs> yeah well they were so scared well, well, in the first episode they they actually jumped well, out of the uh either the second or third story window you know out of the fire emergency exit to get out of there because you know they were locked in and they couldn't get out and they were so scared they they left their cameras and everything and they came back during the day to get their equipment I mean that's yeah they they're pretty scared. <laughs> yeah, I would be too, man. I mean, if if I had an encounter like that at a hotel or at my own house of hearing a woman crying 
like she's suffering in pain, but like struggling to cry. That that would scare me so bad, man. And I mean, I could probably get past that. I mean, it would take me a while to get past it, but seeing an object fly, like that would be it. I would be done. Yeah, I'd be done too. I'd be like, I'm out of here. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) We've only been here for five minutes of this investigation and a brick fucking flies in my face. I'm out of here. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I'm out of here. I quit. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Yeah. You know what, uh, just to stay on the tip of um, just Nevada in general, Nevada is like one haunted state. Yes, that, that is one true. It's haunted state. Yeah. And, um, my, you know, this my, is just one little town in Asia. Yeah, you know, my favorite uh, radio host of all time, Art Bell, you know, he, he, uh, he lived in Nevada. He lived in Peru, Nevada, and he would just, he did the most amazing interviews and, you know, radio show of all time, and he would always talk about a lot of the hauntings that were happening in Nevada and the hotels, and it's true. Nevada is a blood-drenched area. It's a blood-drenched land. You, uh, Nevada was actually formed. It's yeah. interesting. I didn't know this until I was listening to an old episode of Art Bell. I believe it was a ghost to ghost one. Uh, Nevada was actually became, you know, put on the map on Halloween. Wow. Yeah, pretty pretty trippy, man. And anybody that hasn't heard of Art Bell, check him out. Uh, you know, he used to, he's deceased now, but he used to do a radio show called Coast to Coast AM. And Coast to Coast AM is still on, but it is not nearly as good as what it used to be. Uh, the new host, George Murray, is not that great, uh, in my opinion. He's He's not. I mean, nobody can replace Art Bell, and that's some pretty big shoes to fill. Uh, the one guy that actually did a really good job that I liked was John B. Wells. He's still doing radio, but he's not with Coast to Coast anymore. He has his own show now. But, yeah, check out Art Bell, guys. Uh, if you're trying to get into the podcast industry or just interested in listening in any story – like what we do guys. So is there anything else that uh, you want to follow up with Anthony on uh, Goldfield hotel? Um, Goldfield hotel is haunted and that's, uh, I would want to go there with uh, probably a, a group of people. I don't want to go with just a couple people or by myself. Definitely not by myself. Maybe, yeah. maybe like if it was me and you, I'd be okay with that because I mean, we've had our experiences in the past, but um, here's the bigger question. Okay. Would you go there during the daytime for a tour or would you go there at nighttime 
to be locked down to do an investigation. I'd go for a lockdown. Do you think that you would make it through the whole night? Probably. If I had all the gear that they they have these days, like Ghost Adventures, with all the cameras and yeah. lighting they have. Okay. Yeah, I, I'd go for it. I'd go with like uh, my own crew, our our own crew. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I don't know if I'd be able to make it through the night, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, just because of the evidence that I've seen uh, that's been caught. I mean, dude, if we're if we were to see some boards flying, we would we'd be hitting the road super quick, dude. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we we would be out of there like in the cartoons where you see the fucking dust, you know, the smoke in place while they're they're running in place, you know. <laughs> yeah, some roadrunner. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> see you later. Yep. <laughs> I'm not looking back. Meet me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. But no. yeah, I I would go with the crew. Um, I mean, a, a crew could be like with eight different people, you know, uh, there's people that are always down to go do something like that. And I would, I take a ghost box and whoever had cam like video cameras, I just let them go down, get down with the GoPro, whatever they have, you know? You know, see, if I was to do an investigation group, I probably would not want to have more than three people. Because I think the less, the better. You don't have to worry about, you know, catching other people from your crew on your audio or, you know, uh, tempering with the evidence, you know, giving uh, false evidence. So I think I probably would go with three. I honestly, man, it would probably be me, you, and it would be really sweet to get somebody that's like a medium. But, you know, that's hard to come by because a lot of people that claim they're mediums are not. But somebody that is very uh, spiritual, like, you know, that is a medium, that would be awesome. But I, at the same time, I'm telling you, I don't know if I'd be able to stay there the whole night because... There's a lot of activity. I, I was thinking more like have like four people downstairs and four people upstairs. Oh, uh, well, yeah, type, type of thing. Yeah, it's it is a because uh, it's a four story building, right? Yeah, it's four stories. I mean, I would probably want to have, you know, two people going out and investigating, and then one person at like home base. Yeah, or do something like that. Yeah. But, uh, oh, another uh, thing about the hotel, the the caretaker, I believe she's passed on now. Um, and I just had it on my computer. I just turned my computer off. Uh, I, I can't remember her name. But she was the caretaker there, and she was giving out tours for a really long time there. And uh, I want to say her name is Virginia. 
but okay. she she ended up having a, a lot of encounters there. And she had um, one encounter that was so bad to where they the uh, spirit had grabbed her and pinned her up against the wall and lifted her up off the ground and was holding her up against the wall. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's pretty eerie. Yeah. That is super eerie. That would be enough for me. And she stayed around. Wow. So, I mean, a a tough, tough woman. And at at her age... Crazy haunting of Goldfield Hotel. Yeah. At her age, when she was telling that story to uh, Zach and Nick on Ghost Adventures, she's old at that point. You know what? What is she gonna lie for? What is she gonna lie for to get what publicity? To get money? I mean, these guys were doing their first documentary. It wasn't. They didn't even have a deal yet. I mean, they had a deal to make the documentary, but they didn't have a TV show set yet. Uh, they weren't getting money. Yeah, they um, they started off fresh, dude. And I think what it was. What episode was it? It was like their fourth episode or something. It was their first episode. It was it was the very first one. It originally, okay. it, so they were on Sci-Fi Channel before they went to Travel Channel and got their TV show. Uh, it was a special on Sci-Fi, and it was the Ghost Adventures documentary. That's what it was originally titled, but they have like three different yeah. titles for it now. Um, and it's it's hard to come by too. I like it's. It took me a long time to find it again because, like it it was almost like, sci-fi. Like, you know, they had all the rights to it, and they just like. Put that in the safe and just locked that shit away for years. But yeah, anybody can watch that video, of Ghost Adventures, the documentary. You know, watch it. There's a lot of it on there that's like, okay, you know, you can tell these guys are, you know, starting off. But, man, the evidence they get at Goldfield Hotel, that's what really got me interested in doing the EVP sessions and, um, you know, the ghost box. And that was around the same time that you'd got the ghost box. Definitely. uh, Somebody definitely wants wanted us to talk about this tonight because I posted the brick um, video on Facebook around I want to say 7 a.m. this morning and then you contacted me around 9 this morning saying let's how about the Goldfield Hotel and I was like you know what that's, that's pretty crazy dude yeah, I you know, I didn't know that you'd posted it like this morning, at, you know, as early as you did. But you're right. I, I believe in what you're saying. Somebody, it's a sign. Somebody wanted us to do this episode uh, about the Goldfield Hotel. Yeah, I, I take that pretty eerie, too. I do. Because but... I was like, you know what, I'm going to post something, you know, just for... Uh... Halloween sake, you know, it's going to be, it's like Halloween, a few nights before Halloween, you know, I'm going to post the, the uh, Ghost Adventures brick flying scene, you know, 
because I, I thought that that was pretty eerie and cool and how uh, I've been posting the podcast. I was like, you know what? I'm going to post this. Yeah, and, you know, we just uh, made – well, I, I worked on it today, but we have a, uh Instagram uh, account now for Eerie Encounters. So if you guys want to, you know, follow us on Instagram – you know uh, that we would really appreciate that we appreciate all of our listeners and supporters so keep supporting us guys and we'll keep producing this stuff you know give us some ideas of what you guys want to hear as well uh, we would love your input give us a little time too because uh, I just figured out the ghost box app on the phone here and um, if, if there's a way Josh where we can make another if you're down make another ghost box session video and then we can post it on the uh, Instagram I might be down to do that um, yeah I was telling Joe when Joe was on um, I would like to get a hold of a, a radio to scan to do it on a radio on AM because uh, I, I think doing a radio you're going to get better results than a, a smartphone. I mean, I would still be down to do it on a smartphone. Yeah, it it came clear as day when I did it on a smart the first time on the smartphone, and I was holding my cross up, and I was like, "What is this?" And I had like five different one voices say, "Cross, cross, cross," and then cross. I was like, whoa, dude. I, I shut it off. I was like, man, I'm back into this again. <laughs> oh, man. And I could, I stopped doing this, and, you know, and just like Nick Groff, you know, just said, you know, I, I'm putting I'm putting the the radio away. My radio, I, I didn't put away. My radio came up missing, the one that we used. Yeah, along with the MP3, uh, the digital voice before The MP3. Yeah, the MP3, um, the file that we had of ourselves during that one night, someone either deleted it or deleted itself, and that just came up missing, too, out of nowhere. Couldn't find my radio, and I had nobody living with me at the time. It was just me by myself, and... For that radio just to come up missing, it, it freaked me out. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not gonna do this anymore. I'm not gonna. It's either I don't do it anymore, or I'll do it for a while. But uh, since we've been doing the podcast, you know, and I got, we got Joe. Um, like I said, if you're down, dude, or just me and Joe, and then we just throw it on, you know, Instagram or something. Yeah. With the podcast. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'd be down to do it, probably. Yeah. We just need to get another MP3 player. You probably get them cheap now. Yeah, because when I got mine, man, it was like 40 bucks, dude. And that was for like the cheapest of the cheap. So I'm sure you could probably get them for about, you know, 15 bucks now. Yeah, I was looking on Amazon. You can get them pretty cheap now. Well, I, I want to, um, you know, let our listeners know. I know we've kind of gotten off the subject a little bit about Goldfield Hotel, 
but uh, Halloween is upon us, guys. And me and Anthony, we will be doing a Halloween special. We are not sure exactly what we're going to do, but we promise it will be a good one. And uh, for Halloween special, guys, we would love your input and possibly even be a guest on it. You know, we would love that. But it's definitely going to be a fun episode. And if you guys want to be a part of it, you know, shoot us an email. You know, you can email me at oneerieencounters at gmail.com. And then you could also hit up my main man, Anthony, on his email. It's uh, dudeanthony64 at gmail.com. So, yeah, guys, we've got uh, the Halloween special coming up. And we've been pushing and uh, putting out episodes for you guys because, you know, th- this is what we like doing. It's it's a hobby and, you know, we have fun with it. And, you know, we want to continue to keep pushing and giving out product for not only you guys, but ourselves as well. Well, thank you for having me on here, Josh. This one was a, another good story, another good special here. Good podcast. I think, you know, slowly and slowly we're we're doing it, you know. We're getting our listeners. But uh, Goldfield Hotel, folks, it is haunted. And what I believe is it, it is built on the vortex of hell. It's a... Uh, I'll leave it there. Well, I'll finish it up for you and lift up the anchor so we could sail off. All of our listeners, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you for the support. Until then, we'll see you on the next Erie Encounter, guys.